0: extreme medical makeover, the VA went from one of the worst health networks in the nation to one of the best in just 10 years. What happened? You are listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me today is Dr. William V. Dolan, the chairman of the Department of Surgery at the Carl T. Hayden Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Dr. Dolan, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable.
1: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: Tell us, how long have you been with the VA?
1: I started with the VA in 1989 and have been working there ever since.
0: And why did you start working at the VA?
1: Well, at the time I was doing international health work and I was able to work part-time because I was still traveling overseas and I could work part-time in the Department of Surgery at the VA in Phoenix, Arizona. So it was a nice combination. And after several years, I decided to go full-time and did so in 1994.
0: What keeps you there?
1: It's a great place to work. I think the, the biggest reason is it's the privilege of serving those who have served. Our focus, of course, is on the veteran, uh, the men and women who have put their lives on the line for you and me and to keep this country great. So we, we have a noble purpose. It's the purpose that really was best exemplified in the words of President Abraham Lincoln after the Civil War, exhorting us to care for those who have borne the battle. That's what we're doing. The other reason I like working at the VA is the camaraderie. The professional camaraderie is superb. We've got good people. I think we work as a team, and we don't have a lot of the stresses in terms of competition that many of our colleagues might encounter in the private sector. So it's a good working environment. We also have the threefold mission of the VA, which is patient care, teaching, and research, and those are all very interesting and exciting areas to be involved in, particularly with medical students and residents, because the younger health professionals of the future certainly keep us on our toes, and it's a real privilege to be a part of their education as well.
0: Explain the difference between the military hospital system and the VA hospital system.
1: The VA and the military hospital systems are two separate systems. We do coordinate in some areas, and certainly there's a transition from military to VA for care, but the military medical system is under the Department of Defense, the DOD, and the three main areas of care are with the medical corps of the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force. That's the military side, the DOD. On the civilian side, we've got the Department of Veterans Affairs. Our mission is to take care of the Roughly 7 million veterans who are now on the civilian side and provide them care for many for the rest of their lives as, as they are entitled to from their prior military service. And certainly many of these veterans are also coming to us because of service-connected conditions, for example, those who have been wounded in combat, prisoners of war, and those who have other special needs.
0: Talk a little bit about the public and media confusion over the Walter Reed Military Hospital traumatic brain injury issues, being confused with the VA system.
1: Yes, there was confusion, and I think some people tended to lump the two systems together. Walter Reed is the Army's premier hospital in Washington, D.C. It's a military facility, and they do a superb job. The the controversy recently was really focusing on some of the outpatient living quarters, one in, building in particular, and I think what people forget is that for the last several years, Walter Reed was scheduled to be phased out as it was going to be combined with Bethesda, the National Naval Medical Center, uh, a few miles away. So that's been in the plan. The medical care at Walter Reed, the Army Hospital, continued to be very good. It's just that in some of the outpatient settings, there there were some difficulties, and that got most of the press. The VA is a totally separate department, and that has no direct connection with Walter Reed, which is an army hospital.
0: How many clinics and hospitals are there in the VA system?
1: The nationwide has approximately 130, 140 major hospitals with approximately 800 outlying clinics. So it's a fairly large system, and that also includes quite a few nursing home or extended care facilities.
0: What was the VA like before the mid-1990s?
1: The VA back in the 70s and 80s was a much different organization. It really got its first boost after World War II. It hooked up with many of the academic medical centers and was providing care for many of the veterans who had served. I think in those days it was more typical of the usually perceived government bureaucracy and there were certain inefficiencies built in that made it difficult to operate. In the early 90s, Dr. Ken Kaiser received a mandate from the White House to correct this and really revolutionize a large government bureaucracy, turning it into one that uh, had many difficulties, although I think still gave in many areas very good care, but uh, had other bureaucratic difficulties and turned that the VA system at that time into what is now the, the best medical care system in the United States.
0: Dr. Dolan, what happened then in the mid-1990s?
1: Well, Dr. Ken Kaiser came in and Revolutionized the system. He did reorganization. It involved three major areas. One was primary care, making that the basis for all care, and then referring patients out to specialty care. And that really improved the efficiency, as well as focused on many of the primary care and prevention areas in terms of long-term health care. So it really, the primary care model took off and has been very successful. The second Area is that of the performance measures. All the tools we use to see how we're doing measure the quality of care our veteran patients receive. And this has been another major advance. It's a very demanding part of the care because we're measuring dozens of indicators every month, but it's important because unless we measure how we're doing, we'll never know the outcomes. And the third reason that the VA has taken off as the example of the best medical care in the United States is the electronic medical record. We've been using the electronic medical record at the VA now for the past seven years, and we have no paper. And it's extremely efficient. It's legible. It's dated. It's timed. It's accessible. So you can pull up medical records from any part of the country instantaneously. And that's one of the reasons that the veterans in the New Orleans area, after Hurricane Katrina, had no problem with getting medical records because they're always there in the computer. So I think that's another huge asset that the VA has brought and really helped transform VA Medical Center making it the best in the country.
0: Is it true that the VA has been ranked best in class by a number of independent groups?
1: Absolutely. I believe at places like Harvard and Yale, the the VA transformation is now a a great example, a great case study. A number of the other, the RAND Corporation uh, quality of care survey has shown that in, in all the indicators measured, dozens of indicators, the VA consistently outranks the private sector both in the acute care areas as well as the long-term chronic health issues.
0: What do you believe is the biggest lesson the VA transformation teaches? I think the
1: biggest lesson of the VA transformation is the fact that dedicated health professionals with the proper tools can make a huge difference in a relatively short period of time. In focusing on what needs to be done both for the acute care setting and the long-term chronic health care issue setting, dedicated people with the right tools make a difference.
0: What feedback do you hear from your peers?
1: I, I think overall the, the feedback has been very good. We have many health professionals who are both full-time with the VA as well as others who are part-time and working in the community, so there's a good cross-fertilization going on. But certainly in areas like the electronic medical record, just, uh, there's just no comparison. It, it's almost like going back to the caveman days if you have to look at a paper chart or have to find records or have to be able to even read some of the records. So that would be a, a great example of what we can do with some of the new technology and just make it universal. And I think eventually the whole country will be going to that. It's just that uh, the startup costs and other issues make it more difficult.
0: What do your patient satisfaction surveys reveal now?
1: The patient satisfaction surveys are are doing very well. The uh, American Customer Satisfaction Index has shown that the VA care for the past six years has ranked the VA above the private sector, both in inpatient and outpatient care. The patients, like what we're doing, we're certainly not perfect, but... They keep coming back to us, and the numbers are growing. One other big benefit, I think, is the fact that we're investing in our our veterans, those who have served our country, and we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it for the right reasons. So we can invest in prevention. We can invest in the long-term measures, preventive measures that make a difference. And we know that most of our patients are staying with us. So there's a lot of uh, continuity of care that I think is a real asset, unlike the challenges many in the private sector face, where when one's insurance changes, you've got to change providers. And so there's a lot of going back and forth. In the VA, we have much more continuity, both in terms of the patients, the, if you will, the culture, the people want to stay with us, the numbers are coming in are are increasing. And also we've got the means of tracking them through the electronic medical record. So it's good for patient care.
0: Are there areas for improvement?
1: Uh, There are always areas for improvement. And, And one of the reasons we're doing the performance measures is to constantly see the areas that we need to improve. Uh, one recent example would have been waiting times, and that has been an issue. It certainly came up in the Walter Reed issue in terms of people getting in for their ratings examinations, things of that type. But we measure all that now, and we know, for example, in our facility, every new patient will be seen within 30 days and of referral. Obviously, emergencies get in immediately, but if we don't track those things, we're never going to know how we're doing. So I think in terms of the some of the backlogs, that will be an area that we have to work in. I think in terms of constantly keeping up with technology will be another challenge. What are the new tools that work as opposed to those that are glitzy tools that people try and sell you that don't necessarily work? That's always going to be a challenge. So investing in the infrastructure is an ongoing challenge. Living within one's budget, I think that's always a challenge as well particularly because our system is essentially funded. We basically receive our paycheck and our resources from Congress, and there's always a lag, and it's clearly a different model than the private sector has to deal with.
0: Do you view the practice of medicine differently because of your experience at the VA?
1: The VA's main focus, we have a threefold mission. It's patient care, it's teaching, and it's research. And we we do all three of those, and not only do veterans benefit, but the whole country benefits. But I think... It's a great model because I don't have to be worried about competing with my colleague down the hallway or on a different floor. I mean, we're all in this together. We're on the same team, and we don't have the economic pressures. And I've told this many times over the years to families. I have never been pressured to, to have a patient discharged sooner than I thought was necessary. So I think we can do the right thing for the patient care reason. Secondly, the the teaching is a very exciting part. that People don't realize the biggest medical educator in the United States is the VA, the biggest single institution. Most physicians train at the VA. We have about 30,000 residents at any point in their training receive training at the VA every year and it's, it's a great learning opportunity because not only do the residents and medical students learn, but we learn. It's, a, it's an academic environment, and that's an exciting area. And the third big area is research, and many people don't realize how much research the VA is doing in many areas to help veterans, but again, it, it also helps everyone. We're participating in, in several projects right now, and again, we don't do it for the financial reasons because it's just part of the bigger mission of being a healing practitioner, being a physician. And I think that's one of the the beauties of working at the VA is we can do all three of those, the patient care, the teaching, and the research.
0: Dr. Dolan, thank you for joining us today. You're very welcome. I'm Susan Dolan, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.